Listener Production. An abrupt end to what was a very short-lived winning streak. And how you might make money from your Birkenstocks. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday, the 13th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello. Before we get into it, we're inching closer and closer to my birthday, 22nd of September. How exciting. Absolutely. I think that's why everyone's tuning into this podcast to find out how many days until my birthday and not how the Aussie market went. That's secondary. That must be it. But I wonder (laughs) if that's why the market's fallen five of the past seven days. Maybe. It's just nervous. Everyone's saving up to buy you a big present. I hope so. They're like, I need to sell so I can buy Laura a great present. That that could be why. (laughs) Um, So Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Look at the moment. It's ahead of the market close. The Mm -hmm. market is down quite significantly. It's been Mm. getting worse pretty much all afternoon. We are down, what, three quarters of a percent at the moment, which means we've wiped out all the prior two days of gains. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself, Stevie. That's exactly what I was going to say, actually, and it's it's quite sad, but I'm glad that you said it because, you know, I don't like to report on bad news. Because we're a team, exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) We work together. But look, so it's been an underwhelming start to September that continues. We're now almost halfway into the month, which is crazy to think. I just... I know how quickly that went. Exactly right. But yeah, it's been quite underwhelming. A lot is happening at the moment, of course, as far as market news is concerned. We had Apple last night receiving quite a bit of attention 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You said mm-hmm. maybe you were going to wake up to, to watch this not. Wanderlust event. I love my sleep. No. So it's a no from me. So this is midway through the U.S. trading session. They had three hours of trade left. So we know the uh, response by investors was generally not great. I mean, mm. the share price fell about 1.7% last night in Apple, uh, doing a little worse over the final three hours of trade. And this is the event where it launches a number of new products. So It unveiled four new iPhone 15s. The most expensive of the four will have a titanium frame. It's going to be strong. It will be. More expensive as well. Margins will probably drop back a little. Like $400 more than the base model. That's a lot of money. Better camera, the USB-C, which we've been talking about because of European regulation. So Mm -hmm. that really wasn't much of a surprise. And the new smartphone watches, not Mm -hmm. really the excitement they used to be in the early days when we had the first iPhone launched. Mm, um, you were probably when, not born. Were you even born then? When was the first iPhone launched? I don't know. I still remember the first time I got an iPhone. I thought it was so cool. Maybe 2000. I'm just guessing. If Is you're talking 2000s, and... why would you ask if I was born? Of course I was. You were probably you were barely <laughs> born, weren't you? I know. 2007. 2006, 2007. Yeah, it's yeah. a long time ago. I was going to say, I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I was I was well into in my living life. Anyway. Mm. Apple shares didn't respond very well. <laughs> yeah, but that could also be on the back of, you know, the drama around what's going on in China and restricting the use of, of iPhones. You know, it could still be that they may, investors might might have been not so excited about the new product launches because they're like, well, people in China won't be able to use the iPhones and that's where, you know, most of their, or more than half, right, of their demand comes from. I can't remember the exact breakdown, but it is a significant mm. um, a business certainly there. Let's look at our market specifically. How did the different sectors do? Well, all but two of the sectors declined today. Um, Unfortunately, we saw energy stocks doing really quite well at the beginning of the session. They sort of dulled down now towards the end of the session, but they're still the best performer. Utilities are up marginally as well, but all other sectors are lower. Tech stocks are having a really bad time. They're actually doing worse after we saw tech stocks doing pretty poorly in the US last night and Apple Mm. was a contributor to that as well. And the materials sector is quite a strain on the market as well. 
Yeah. So let's look at some stocks that uh, received attention today. Uh, plenty of ex-dividend stocks, which uh, is continuing to be a little bit of a waste. I mean, the worst performer on the ASX 200 at the moment is IGO, the minor, 7.5% lower roughly. It's trading ex-dividend. Uh, private health insurer Medibank down roughly 3%. It trades, it's trading X. The pallet maker Brambles as well, 2.5% lower. That was a major weight on the industrials. Also Breville and mm. EVT Limited. And this is the, the group that owns a number of different cinema brands like events and hotels and the Threadbow Ski Resort as well. So it also X today. Exactly. And also APA and Lendlease mm-hmm. paying out dividends today. Mm-hmm. And there was also Dusk trading ex-dividend. There's a handful trading ex-dividend. We can't Dusk, forget. We, we can't forget Dusk. You the always soap come seller. back to the candles. <laughs> the soap seller, according yep. to you. Mm-hmm. And yes, there were a few companies paying out their dividends. Sorry, I missed what yep. you said because I was too busy talking. Lendlease paying $1.11. APA Group paying yep. 29 cents per share. And of course, as we've mentioned in the previous podcast this week, $1.2 billion worth of dividends being paid out by ASX 200 companies, and that'll only get more and more as the weeks progress. In terms of other stocks today, Viva Energy was in focus for the second day. Today, it released an announcement which confirmed the speculation around Vitol, which is one of its major shareholders. They own roughly 46% stake in the company, selling a chunk of its shares in Viva Energy. So they confirmed Vitol will sell roughly 16% of its total holdings, and that will be roughly 248.6 million shares. And even after the sale, though, Vitol will remain the largest shareholder of Viva Energy, maintaining roughly a 30% stake. Monodelphus Engineering Mm -hmm. Group in focus too, up 1.2% so far. It's been awarded a major construction contract with Liontown. Lion Town, we just keep geez, talking about it almost daily. It's in the news more again. More news, yes. So this contract's worth about a hundred million dollars. It's going to include the construction of a lithium project or plant in WA, which it expects to complete in mid twenty twenty four. Lion Town, of course, is the the lithium miner that we've been talking about, you know, daily. And this mm-hmm. is yesterday. Australia's richest person, Gina Reinhart, said that she's steadily been buying up nearly eight percent of Lion Town, and then, mm-hmm. of course, as a Six and a half billion dollar takeover in the background as well, launched mm. by one of the world's largest lithium giants. Mm, Albemarle. Albemarle. Exciting stuff, but mm. more exciting, potentially, depending who you ask, Birkenstock. So this company could soon be publicly listed on the US market. So of course, we have talked about this on the podcast before. Mm. They've been, you know, there's been talk about them becoming publicly listed. So don't hold your breath. There's no information as to when it will happen, but they've filed for an initial public offering to be listed on the New York Stock Exchange. So that means they'll be listed over in the US. So if you want to purchase them, you'll need to, or from Australia, you'll need an international account in order to do that with with Comsec. And they could value the company at 12.5 billion Aussie dollars. It was also reported that this comes on the back of a marketing blitz around the Barbie movie. And because we saw Margot Robbie wearing Birkenstocks in the movie. So... Did that make you want to buy a pair, a nice pink pair, maybe? Uh, yes, I also have a blonde wig now <laughs> as well. I've purchased Look, both of them. I wouldn't put that past you. That's you probably true. had it before Margot did. Do. <laughs> um, do you know how long the Birkenstock's been around? A while. Yeah. Just a little well, a little bit of time. Well, Johann Adam Birkenstock in mm-hmm. Germany, apparently yes. he was making them in 1774. Mm. 
And now people are wearing them more than ever. Now they exactly. And I, I was making fun of you for liking Birkenstock yes. not too long ago and I apologize. You were. Thank you. Because, because they seem quite Johan is Johan on my side. Knew, on my side. <laughs> on your side. He, he knew what he was doing. He um, did. He, I don't have a pair, remember. I don't actually have a pair, but I understand yes. why people wear them. Yeah. So they're being sold in 90 countries worldwide. Mm. They're headquartered in the United States, but I guess they started in Germany. Are you Googling them as we speak just to pretend that you no, I didn't, I didn't are know in the Birkenstocks I, I, club? I, I looked up their website earlier. So <laughs> Anyways, I'll be totally honest. If um, they do list, they'll yes. be listed under B-I-R-K will be the code. They'll be strong to get that. Let's look forward because there'll be a few things to watch. Tonight is all going to be around about inflation in Mm -hmm. the US, right? This is the consumer price index, which shows the change in prices over the course of August. The market at the moment ahead of this is pricing in a 7% chance that there'll be an interest rate hike in the US next week. The number or the number, there are plenty of numbers to Mm. watch, but one of them is the headline inflation number, which will probably be thrown around significantly around the media. The expectation is for prices to have jumped by 0.6% mm-hmm. in August from the prior month, 3.6% over the year. Mm-hmm. So that would be a slight acceleration in prices. Yep, that will reflect um, higher energy prices and yep. higher food prices as well. But if we're looking at the core figure, which strips out those volatile items like food and energy, we're looking for 4.3% annualized. But let's stop throwing numbers out there. The the thing to remember as well, this is going to be released at 10.30 p.m. Eastern mm-hmm. Standard Time. This is an hour ahead of the open of the American share market. So they'll be able to respond to this the whole session. Yes, and we will most likely follow their direction tomorrow morning, yep. but obviously probably not. But we also have some very keen news coming out of the Aussie mm-hmm. Aussie economic front as well tomorrow. We have jobs data coming out, which is the big one, and we're expecting to see 40,000 jobs added and the unemployment rate to remain steady at 3.7%. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. The FIFA Women's World Cup, the end of the school holidays, mm-hmm. these are things that might have actually helped boost hiring over the course of August. If it's not the case, that could spook markets a little, that you know things are slowing down and a rate hike would become perhaps even less likely in October. So one to watch. Plenty of stocks ex-dividend as well tomorrow. Seven Group, South 32, Ingham's, Ingham's Data3, yep. Austell, and a number of others too. Absolutely. Let's yeah. leave it there and we'll chat again tomorrow. Sounds good. Have a good one. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.